Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And welcome to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast on ACAST. I'm Jolie Kerr, a cleaning expert, advice columnist, and author of the New York Times bestselling book, My Boyfriend Barfed in My Handbag, and Other Things You Can't Ask Martha. You should send your questions about cleaning or anything else, really, to JolieCare at gmail.com. My guest today, in a first for the podcast, I feel like we have not had like firsts for the podcast in a long time here. Are a brother and sister team. Woo. Lizzie O'Leary and Jake Jepson are here. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. Very exciting. I'm very for me. excited. Especially as an only child, I'm very fascinated by the. Do you want us to fight? No, because you were fighting on Twitter last night with with me on the thread, and I got like very very stressed out about it. I like to do that when you're on the thread. You know. <laughs> I know you do. I know you do it I'm on purpose. That way. So annoying. <laughs> it's like I have such a low tolerance for it, right? Because like, I mean, I'm a lone wolf, right? I. I didn't have siblings, so like fighting to me is like, ooh. And for I, you guys, it's just like a mode of communication. I find that Twitter is healthy for our relationship because we can put our our battles sort of in a presentational, you know. You really thought a lot about this. I have. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas I'm just like, woo, firing off a tweet, woo, firing off two chicks. This is a structure for thinking about the last 36 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Mm-hmm. You two really do look an awful lot alike. It's striking. Yeah. Which is particularly weird when you consider that we only share one parent. Yeah, but you both look like your mom. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way it works. Yeah. Strong genes, mom. Very Good strong. Totes. Good work. Texas genes. Uh, <laughs> um, you guys, the, the other thing about, about Lizzie and Jake, and this is important to the theme of today's episode, they are both dog owners. Yes. You guys mm. want to... Tell, tell tell the listeners who your dog is. Your dog are. came first. Go ahead. My dog is Barney, a.k.a. Barnabas, B-Man, the B. The B. B-B. Um, he's B-B. a 60-pound pit mix from a troubled background mm-hmm. in Florida. He was found in What's a... What's from Florida? That's the troubled <laughs> Ooh, background dang. right there. Florida dog. <laughs> so he was found in a, a hoarding house with 40 <gasps> other dogs. Yeah. He was extracted without a litter. He was taken out of a cupboard. There were dogs in cupboards and trash cans and everything. He was taken out um, on a ride along by a pet rescue service that rides along with police. And they go in. They go, don't take that dog to the kill shelter. We'll save him. Mm -hmm. And then um, my wife and I were on vacation in Florida walking down the street. And this woman was holding a little puppy. And she was like, do you want to hold him? And I did. (laughs) And he looked at me with these blue eyes. And she was like, oh, by the way, he's looking for his forever home. Oh, no. <laughs> so the next day he was on Sucker. an airplane. Yeah. That's me. So the next day he was on an they airplane really with us. really thought out and considered exactly. decision about the impact on your life. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that was five years ago. Oh, it was meant Aww. to be. Yeah. See? B is wonderful. Yeah. yeah. And Lizzie? I am the owner, pet parent, whatever, of Barney's best friend. Her name is Mara. She is a 40 pound 42 pound pit mix um 
and she is awesome. She also actually is from a, a rescue. Um, she was found by a cop in Lyons, Georgia, and then ended up in the Vidalia, Georgia shelter, was uh, rescued there, brought to Brooklyn. I got her um, about a year ago. And she's great, yeah. except that she sheds constantly. Okay, so we're right. going to so talk, talk about that. We Bar- are going to talk Barney, about that. Barney doesn't shed. Not a single. Mara's just like, here, hair. let me leave some hair with you. Yeah. I love you. <laughs> well, Barney also is light colored and, and Mara is dark. So yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. That and whatever too. they're mixed with, he's got a short hair. He's got short hair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, we're definitely going to talk about that towards the end of the episode. We have, uh, so you guys, we're going to be doing dog stuff today. Um most of the dog stuff we're going to cover today, though, is the mess, mess, mess stuff. The, mm. the mud and the poop. Mm-hmm. And yeah, mm-hmm. that's pretty much what we're mm-hmm. going to be talking about today. Um, but at the end, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about the, the hair stitch. Um, before we get into it, though, I want to remind you guys that I offer bonus episodes and all sorts of other cool rewards to my premium subscribers. If you would like to help underwrite my show by becoming an Ask a Clean Person, the podcast patron, go to patreon.com slash askacleanperson. Um, all right, you guys, we have our first question um, is actually from Jake. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so this was a couple couple months ago. Um, and um, I specifically wanted to take this one on in the show because I wanted him to talk with me a lot about the process of using a carpet and upholstery cleaning machine we get lots of questions about um you know for which the answer is like a carpet and upholstery cleaning machine but i don't think i've ever really talked like super specifically about how anxiety ridden one can be when using one of these machines for the first time you and have I the know, right person well yeah, consider i consider the source here. jake was very anxious and there was I, a, yeah. we had a lot of back and forth while he started was starting to use it, and I was like, you know what, this is important because if you have the question, someone else. Does and too. and I appreciate that you were writing back to me at all hours yeah. about my anxiety. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because my anxiety keeps me up at all hours. Perfect. It works Match. out nicely. Jake asks, "That's me. <laughs> we have this rug, and as you can see from this very cute picture of Barney, it's dirty. According to the website, it's dry clean only. In your profesh opinion." Do we need to follow those instructions? It's 100% cotton. So my, my profesh opinion was no. That if it was it's no. 100% cotton, you can take matters into your own hand. You don't need to call in a specialty cleaner. You don't need to get special equipment or cleaning solution that actually you could go ahead and use a carpet cleaning machine. Now, we, uh, we obviously all live here in New York. We do not have huge apartments um, we don't have a lot of space for ex- all kinds of extra machines. We are going to, however, talk about the difference between renting, buying a portable style one, buying an upright one, and, and when you guys might want to consider doing that. Um, so um, actually, before we get into like the, the, the like nitty gritty of how these machines work and how you can maybe feel a little anxious about them, um, let me go ahead and just give you guys kind of the the considerations to take into account with these sorts of machines. Um, so first of all, I just kind of think that if you have a rug that's good, a couch that's good, wall-to-wall carpeting in your house, and you have a pet or kids, you are probably going to just want to go ahead and get one of these machines. Hmm. You, you, you probably are just going to need it enough that making the purchase is going to make a lot more sense for you than doing the rentals. But 
if you are like us here in New York and you don't have a lot of space to store this thing or, you know, you don't have a particularly messy kid or pet or you don't have one of those at all, the rentals are a great option. So the rentals are, they're $30. You get, you have the machine for a day. Um, so you can clean a carpet and you can do everything else. You could do your mattresses, you could do your couch, you could do your car seats. You know, we, the last episode we talked a lot about car um, upholstery interior, cleaning that stuff and using the machine, these machines for it. So for $30, you go and rent these things and here's where you're going to find them. You're going to find them at literally every grocery store has a rug doctor rental. My grocery store is like the jankiest, smallest grocery store in the East Village of Manhattan <laughs> and they have rug doctor rentals available in this tiny little like piece of junk grocery store. Um, the food's all got spoiled, but there's a rug doctor. Um, so like literally every grocery store, even if you've never noticed them before, like start looking, they're usually by the entrance. Um, and like, once you see them, you're going to just see them everywhere. You can also rent them from most hardware stores and places like, um, you know, Lowe's and Home Depot tend to do those kinds of rentals too. So, so easy to find. The one thing is, you know, again, then here in New York, a lot of us don't have cars. They are kind of a pain to schlep. So you'll probably want to factor in that you'd want an Uber or a taxi, um, obviously, if you live in an area where you have a car and can can drive and rent one, that's that's not an issue. And um, I think you need to consider the weather because the day we'll get into the details, yes. but the day I got mine was rainy. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yes, there's there are all these kinds of timing factors, too. Um, there are then sort of the next level up are the, the portable style ones. Those range from 70 to one hundred and fifty dollars or so. Um, the wire cutter has a recommendation for a portable one. Um, it's a Bissell. I think it's the Spot Clean Pro is their mo- their model that they recommend. It's 130. I just bought one for 69 dollars. Nice. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Um, but yeah, you guys like legit because it was 69 dollars. I was like, yeah, no, that's going to be the one that I'm going to buy. Um, no, but the re- but really the reason that I bought this particular one is because it's a cordless handheld, and for me and my needs, um, I don't have a lot of upholstered furniture in the house, so a very small cordless handheld will do what I needed to do in my own home, but more importantly allows me to travel with it and bring Mm. it into the homes of my friends and extract dirty water out of all their belongings and freak them out and have wash water to show you guys on wash water Wednesday. Would you like to come to the new apartment? Yes, I would. Okay, good. Thank you. Uh, Thank you for inviting me over with my new machine. My new machine should be here in like a week or two. And so then I'll, and I'll, so how big is the portable the, so the handheld one that I bought is like the size of a dustbuster. Actually, it looks just like a dustbuster. Hmm. Um, and the um, the portable one, the, the corded portable ones are, I would say about. I'm trying to think like something that I could compare it to size wise. Um, maybe like a large crock pot size, bigger than that actually. An instant pot. Bigger than an instant pot. They're they're like they're I'm gonna show you with my arms and see if you can come up trash with can? that. Small trash, trash can? Small trash can, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um so those are great because they're 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 not too huge to store. If you have a utility closet um or you know, like a storage unit in your basement or something like that, um those those are not so huge. I mean, for my tiny apartment, first of all, I don't need a machine that that much of a machine anyway but i don't even have space for that 
Um, but those are great. And now, the one drawback is if this is going to be something that you're going to use very often, especially for carpet and especially for a lot of carpet, you're going to break your back. So if you have a lot of carpet and you know that you'll use it, and that second part is important because I think that carpet and upholstery cleaners are definitely one of those things that people buy and literally never take out of the box. They put it in their garage and they never use it. So if you're on the fence as to whether or not you're actually going to use it or not, rent one and see how you feel about using it and like be honest with yourself if you're going to use this thing or not. The upright full-sized ones which are the ones that you're going to use if you are going to use them often and you don't want to break your back, um, are going to range in the about $130 to $300 range. Um, I have used one of those. My best friends, um, Matt, and I actually I, I texted him today to ask him what the model was. Um, my best friend, Matt, who is a trip and is the one who I talk about all the time who used to drink Windex when he was a kid. Uh, you can understand why we're, we're best friends. And he's still with us. <laughs> yes, he is. He used to, like, spray it like Banaka. Like, <laughs> like he didn't really drink it. He just, yeah. Sure. Uh, it was just like, well, he's a strange, strange bird. Um, he has an upright one. It's the Bissell carpet steamer with the upholstery attachment. And he's, he texted back. He goes, that was the Bissell carpet steamer with the upholstery attachment. Your wedding gift to us. Now, I have to say, I know I've said this on the show before, but in case you guys have forgotten or you're new listeners and you're hearing this and you're like, Jesus, Jolie, like you are the worst friend in the world. You bought your your best friend, your best friend, a carpet cleaner for his wedding gift. He asked me to buy it for him. It's super on brand. He's, yeah, it is. But also it was not my idea. It was his idea. He came to me and he was like, I'm 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 going to I'm sorry that this is tacky, but I'm going to go ahead and be tacky. I was like, you can be tacky with me. We're best friends. He was like, have you bought our wedding gift yet? And I was like, no. He was like, I want this. Can you buy it for us? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, Tim won't let me buy it. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. What? Like, are you putting me in the middle of some feud? And he goes, you're my friend. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, no, no, no. He was like, if you buy it for us, then it's okay. But Tim said we had too much machinery. They do. They have like. Crazy I just values. want you to appreciate the note that I just made uh, while uh, I was listening to you. <laughs> Actually, I want I want you to register for a wet dry vac. That's like my that's my okay. real that's my you dream. You are writing down my the thoughts inside my yeah, head. That's my really dream. It was like you should register for that. Yes, yeah. my 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 dream in life is to get everyone in the world to put uh, wet dry vacs on their wedding registry. Uh, Nothing <laughs> says <nuded. love. laughs> like a wet dry vac. <laughs> it's wet and dry. It is wet and dry. Um, so anyway, so I've I've used I've used one of these upright full-size ones on carpet and then we used it on we did his couch last year when I was out in LA um the, it's a lot of machine and I did I will say I'm a I'm strong but I'm petite like I found pushing it difficult so I kind of also want to say that but I also with that said cannot imagine having done a full carpet with the portable one the portable one is great for little messes and spills and stuff like that so that's kind of like that, that's the range of these machines that we're talking about. Um, and then basically, you know, the considerations to take in, into account when making a choice about this is your storage space, how often you're going to use it. Um, and do you need something nimble that you can just pull out when you spill red wine or the dog, you know, has doggy diarrhea or, <laughs> sorry, Lizzie, I know this is triggering for you. A little bit. Um, or do you need something that's back saving because you're going to clean your carpets, you know, 
twice, twice, once or twice a month, which I mean, Matt does the carpets once a week. Like he's, but also me. Wow. Yeah. He's, he's also nuts. Like I'm nuts. So he, that's an outlier person. Uh, so yeah, so there are your considerations. Okay. With all that said now, Jake, let us get into the, your experience. You rented the rug doctor. Before I rented the rug doctor, I, um, listened to you advise me on i read it on twitter but i also listened to your clean cast to the previous dog mess episode okay i also stalked you on instagram and watched videos of you using your friends that was cleaner. yeah that's that's what i was talking about when we were in la that we use it to clean his couch and oh, we I, did yeah oh that, i know i've yeah. i watched that moment Good. happen yeah that's a fun so, video isn't it it's great like weirdly video. satisfying very too. deeply like, satisfying yeah it's weird gratifying too like popping is it satisfying um similar right Mm -hmm. there is disorder and you make order Mm -hmm. it's pretty cool yeah okay so i did all my research uh i went to Mm rugdoctor.com which you'd advise me to do i found the local grocery store a couple blocks away Mm -hmm. i trekked down there their rug doctor was hidden in the customer service area so not the front display although Rug, it's like learning a new word. Everywhere I go now, I see rug doctors. Like, I'm sure they've been there before and I'd never noticed them. Yeah. Now I see them. Yeah. Okay. Rented the rug. I'm so glad you said that because as I was saying that, like, once you guys see them, you're going to see them everywhere. I was like, I must sound like an absolute crazy. Like, I always sound like a crazy person on this show and in real life, but I was like, even for me, that was a real kind of crazy <laughs> thing to say. So thank you. No, for no. I went into the grocery store in LA a couple weeks ago and I was like, hey, look. Yeah, doctor. <laughs> I have the I have the same thing in LA when I go to visit Matt and his his grocery store in Burbank. I always, I'm always like, oh, they're the rug doctor. Like, it's <laughs> so weird. Now you're gonna look. Yeah, now yeah. you're gonna see. Now you're gonna see them. Um, okay, so I see rug doctors. <laughs> rented rented the rug doctor. Yep. Had to buy the cleaning product. They don't rent the solvent, obviously. Okay. So you you buy it. There are a couple different options that you can put in the rug mm-hmm. doctor machine. Yep. Um, including a pet specific one. Right. A pet oh. stain specific. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Good to know. Now I own it for the next time I rent mm-hmm. Rug Doctor. Brought the Rug Doctor home. Was a little intimidated by two things. One, the hose attachment. Like, it doesn't come, It did, mine didn't come all together. So I had to like, okay, the hose plugs into this bit because it's feeding water through as it as it cleans. So I had to learn that. And the other thing is that I think listeners should be aware that um, there are different generations of Rug Doctors, right? So your janky... Uh, grocery store might not have the most cutting edge rug doctor, okay. which they're advertising on their website. So you've got to like, you know, you have to figure out which model you have. If you're looking for like a an little, instruction manual, a little, bit, a okay. little bit, I think I watched, like, I think I found a YouTube video from someone in Germany or no, it was Australia. It was an Australian person okay, <laughs> being like, this is how I use my rug doctor. Okay. So I watched that and then I got to work and Amazing results. Yeah. So the rugs in question well, were, you, we, were you lemon have, yellow you and You did white. have one thing happen right when you started that I want to talk about because you had, you had, you panicked a little bit. I, I, I did, which I'm prone to do. <laughs> and, no, but I am too. That's why I wanted you to talk yeah, about and, it. And, like, and I, there, so oh, there were two different, two different rugs with Barney stains, mud mainly. Just yes. we're not, Barney's pretty clean in terms of pooping in the house, but he's muddy. He likes to play. So he comes in. Anyway, one rug, area rug, with a rug pad underneath. That's the cotton one. Okay. The other one, which I was very nervous about, is white wool. And you were like, don't worry, wool will be fine. Yep. Wow. Who knew? Wool would be fine. Yep. Anyway, so the white one is sturdy. Well, if you think about it, I mean, sheep, sheep get wet and muddy, and they're okay. 
I know there's something. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And also, I think, you know, I'm, I really appreciate But people are scared of wool. I mean, they, you know, because there's all yeah. this like fear around like, well, you're going to shrink, shrink it. Shrink and it, blah, blah, blah. exactly. Yeah. So. And I do appreciate you saying that um, dry cleaning is like a big business and to beware of big dry cleaning. Yes. You know. Yes. Anyway. Um, the Big solvent. That's, yes. That's right. But the, um, so the sturdier rug worked fine. The rug doctor just like shot along it wheeled along it and that was the cotton one or the that's wool the wool white one okay the yeah. cotton one right. the original one in the question because it's thin it got a little pulled up into the rug doctor as it went and i just had to work a technique and then figured it out yeah but at first i panicked because there was like a spread of water yeah on the yellow rug and i was like oh my god also yellow doesn't look great when it gets wet it yeah looks, it looks scary it looks... you're like am i making this worse it's exactly. like it's like darker it looks like the the mess is spreading all of this stuff so you guys the, the the basic thing to understand and and i i find this tricky when i'm using one of the new machines i mean as i've said i've used i've used the portable rug doctor i've used an upright rug doctor um and then i've used the bissell machine that matt has um and the thing that i always find a little tricky and that does even make me panic a little bit like the first time i'm getting going is that the, the way that the machines work is that they shoot water and detergent solution into the fibers of whatever you're cleaning, and then they extract that, that liquid back out. So, and, the, and they deposit the dirty liquid into a separate chamber, and so that, that's how the machines work. However, on, you know, all different machines function different ways, but there's a button to impregnate the fibers... <laughs> I use that word a lot on this show, actually, and it's because it's like actually a legit like term for cleaning stuff. But it is it is very snicker inducing. It's like yes. penetrate, yeah. which also the water is doing right. So the, the, the water impregnates the fibers and penetrates through the stain. And nine months later, a baby rug comes out. <laughs> Exactly. Nine months later, you have an area rug. <laughs> right. yeah. um, but then you have to you have to then um, kind of switch the the mode that the machine is in from shooting to shooting. sucking. <laughs> yes, thank you, Jake. That's exactly what I was. I was like, "Am I going to do this?" Yes, I'm going to do this. I'm trying to clean my act up a little bit on this show, and it's just completely and totally I impossible. I don't think there's any there's double entendre no. with that. It's just, that's what it's doing. It's shooting liquid and sucking liquid It really up. is. It really is. So, um, so that's one thing. Your face. But, <laughs> he's so proud of himself right now. Um, so yeah, so that's just one thing to kind of be aware of and just like, you know, take it slow. You know, don't you, you know, don't, don't panic. If you see, if you see what looks like too much, too much liquid, so Lizzie now is like has lost it. Light we, some candles, put on some. Lizzie. Just, Lizzie, when you go get your first rug doctor, light some candles, put on some Luther Vandross. Be romantic with the rug doctor. Work it real slow. Um, <laughs> um, don't. I'm gonna have to fan myself. Don't. Don't. Don't panic. It happens to every rug doctor. Uh, it's normal. <laughs> um, how has this happened? Every show. Um, 
I was like, it's going to be about dogs. I've got a brother-sister team. This is going to be such a PG episode. No. Nope. Mm. Out the window. Wrong brother-sister team. That's right. That. I know. I should have Oh, God. That's not anymore. We're gonna we're gonna kick to break soon. Don't worry. Um, but yeah, if you if you know if you feel like it's you know there's there's too much too much cleaning solution, um, and it's and whatever it is you're cleaning, whether it's a carpet or whether it's upholstered furniture, has become too saturated. Just take a deep breath, stop what you're doing, switch the mode to extract because that's what you're that's what you're doing wrong. You're just you're just hitting the the button for shooting out the liquid. Right. You're hitting the G spot. Exactly. Exactly. So I want to say. Lizzie is completely dead right now. (laughs) So can I just quickly say that um, for the, the cotton rug in question, I found that when I pinned the corners of it under heavier furniture, it gave me a nice flat, smooth rug that I could work across. Okay. That's actually, that's a really, really great tip. If you guys are cleaning a rug that is more lightweight. Um, the extraction, the suction of the machine is powerful enough. And now we're back to powerful suction. Um, is powerful enough that yeah, it might it might pick up um, the the actual rug itself. So yeah, pinning it down is great. And also, I mean, if you have if you have another pin it down, uh, <laughs> pin it down before you impregnate it. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you have someone else there with you, obviously, also, they can just stand on the edges, and then you've got a real kinky threesome going. Exactly. And... <laughs> um, so anyway, so listen, Jake, thank you. That, I, that is really helpful, because I do realize that I, I talk a lot about these machines, but I don't talk about the actual process of using them. And I think that while I could have done it, I think it's so much more helpful to have someone who sort of went through it and and got and got nervous but like came came out you know on the everybody gets nervous jake especially (laughs) the the first first time time. yeah (laughs) Yeah. and now all i want to do is just use a rug doctor doctor. exactly yes but now there's there's like a a kind of like tragic ending of the story because jake told me right before he started recording that the rug is gone no okay the rug (laughs) is just folded and set aside waiting for its return to rug doctoring okay. or something okay it's we just went through mud season in new york yes you know yeah so uh, the the, uh, the other thing i was going to say is i knew this part of the story is that i did know that one they happened to rent the machine on a super super rainy horrible day and i was like oh god poor jake calling this thing home in the pouring rain like this is like you know that that kind of sucks to have to do in the first place but then also i was like it's gonna be muddy like immediately and then indeed like it, the, the weather was so shitty for the whole following week after you cleaned it that it was like dirty. Yeah, I think yeah. I sent you a picture of Barney full full on mud. Yeah. Uh, but I could use this thing on my couch, right? Yes. And and yes. by the way, I did. You did. So I didn't that, tell that. Okay. So that yeah, was so the other I, thing. I, I so was like, had, I have, have this thing. I got this thing for 24 hours. I might as well maximize my 30 bucks. Exactly. So yeah, I, we have what we have some chairs that have a slip cover you can throw in the wash. So I tried it on those first because I was like, let's see. And then yeah. I went to the more upholstered mm-hmm. couch and it worked. Yeah, I mean that's the nice did thing. You, did, you like... did it on mom's nice couch with the pillows. I did it on mom's nice couch with the pillows. <laughs> <laughs> wow! But I but I tested first. Yeah. Um, and actually, yes, I was. I did want to mention that because Lizzie and I just went through this whole thing with. 
her white couch that was like, you know, I mean, it's just, it's just dog eat. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, it's, you, I mean, I've had it for a while. It, you right. know, and it's it, and it's a white couch. And the thing is like, you know, she, she had it well before she had a dog. So it wasn't like she was like, here's a, here's a great idea. I'm going <laughs> to go out and buy a white couch for my black dog, <laughs> my black dog. Yeah. Um, but you know, that's life. So she like, she was like, what do I do about this? And I was like, well, first you got to check the tag and find the code. And we went through that whole thing. I was like, but basically, basically the answer is that you're going to do what Jake did. You're going to go rent a rug doctor and that's what you're going to use to clean it. Um, so yeah, those, all, all of these machines work on carpet upholstery. You know, as I said, as when we, when we started this off, um, car interior upholstery, car, like the, the fabric car, the stuff that comes out of fabric car seats is fascinating. I love it. Um, you can also use them on like window treatments. Like if you have, I mean, not that I think most people have like big elaborate window treatments anymore, but like, you know, that's, that's another place that you can use them. So, I mean, they are really versatile machines. Um, I, I will also say before we kick to break, um, so, you know, obviously, as I mentioned, I, I treated myself to this, um, handheld model for myself and then also sort of to travel around and horrify my friends with, um, and a lot of, and I, and I like said on Twitter that I bought it. I was so, so excited. And, um, all of these people were responding being like, can we have a full report? We'd really like to hear about it. I'd really like to hear how you like it. But like a lot of, a lot of replies. And I was like, you guys, um, <clears throat> in what world do you think that I am not going to tell you what I think of the $69 handheld upholstery cleaning machine when, in fact, I'm going to take every opportunity possible to talk about the $69 handheld upholstery cleaning machine? Have you met me? <laughs> there, well, there's just a very healthy audience for your content. There I, and there and, and, and no, I think it was funny. You... It was just like, I was just like, obviously. This is so, yeah. I was like, this is so cute. Like, do they really think that I'm going to hold out on this one? Like, I would pay for a web series in which you go to different people's apartments and <gasps> treat their Ooh. upholstery. Well, I mean, that's kind of my, that's basically what I want this thing for is to like, just yeah. Run, yeah. So run around with it. Take a documentary. But actually you. that, that's, that is a great idea. Actually, that'd yeah. be a fun thing to do on Patreon. Maybe yeah. like uh, queer eye, but for yeah. Cleaning. Yeah. Uh, clean. Cle- I think, I think the name of the show that we came up with is, uh, clean, clean eye for the bro guy. Oh yeah, funny, right? Yeah, cute. Yeah, yeah. no, that's um, good. All right, listen, you guys, that this is a good time on, on that fun note on the on the TV show note. Um, this is a good time for us to take a quick break. Lizzie, Jake, and I will be right back with more about your doggers. This is Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.
Welcome back to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. I'm Jolie Care, and I'm joined by Lizzie O'Leary and Jake Jepson. What are you two doing over there? You We're both, celebrating. <laughs> you both We're just so happy to be here. It's yeah. like a little dance when I did that. It's We're really super cute. happy. Uh, we've been talking about dogs. We are going to... Um, well, we're going to talk about dog shit for the rest of the show. Nice. Yeah. That's yeah. just what's going to happen. Cool. Because um, uh, dog shit happens. Poor Lizzie just had uh, a very unfortunate. That lasted a long time. It did. Too. And why did it? Do we know why? We don't know why. We think she basically just had like a little tummy bug. It was very sad. Poor Mar Mar. Poor Mar Mar. Poor Mar Mar. She, you guys, Mara is the sweetest dog. I, she's inc- She's ridiculously sweet. She's and, so sweet. Wait, I just want to. Quick- and I haven't met Barney, but I know Barney. No, is but so Barney's sweet too. Barney's yeah. a different kind of sweet. But I just want to say quickly about Mara before we talk about her poop that she <laughs> that Barney, unsocialized from a hoarding house, always a little skeptical about dogs, has been brought to to life. He's just. He, all he wants to do is play with Mara, Aww. snuggle with Mara, sleep Aww. with Mara. They ride in the same crate when they go to Aww. doggy playgroup. They're so sweet together. Yeah. He's I been that. reformed by Mara. That's great. They're total besties. That's great. That's great. And I think also, I you know, I, I love the fact that they're both rescues and I like that they're pit rescues and you have such a happy story about them yeah. and they're such good dogs. And-, and we should say if our mother is listening we love Lewis too. Lewis is also a great, wonderful dog. This is not about excluding Lewis. That's very important to say. Very important. <laughs> no one wants to exclude Lewis. I feel like Lewis is just fine. I mean, you guys, I don't, I, I don't know Lewis personally. I know Lewis via uh, Instagram. I feel like Lewis is just fine. Lewis seems to have a pretty cush life. Uh, he has like nicer bedding than I have. He's got a chenille blanket. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he does have chenille He does. Blanket. He sure does. Uh, we have totally been replaced. <laughs> I mean, that'll happen. That'll happen. Um, okay. So we, you know, as, as we said, poor Lizzie recently had this thing. Mara right. had like, it was like a three-day bout, right? It was a three-day bout. She had a lot of diarrhea. Yeah. We did a lot of, you know, feeding her rice and stuff. And yeah. she, she did poop in her crate once. Right. She which had was an accident very once. sort of pathetic and sad. And then once kind of behind the crate on the Turkish rug. Okay. Oh. Ooh. What'd you do about that? I, I cleaned that and then I nature miracled it. Okay. And it wasn't too bad to clean? Did no. Did you it catch was, it when it was it fresh? Was, it was, yes. Yeah. I mean, so I'm sorry. No, no, no. I did. Like, I, I, like so this is where we're going now. We're yeah. Going well, to, I mean, okay. yeah, you know. No, it was fresh. I was able to like, you know, mop it up and I, I don't know. I, I think I seltered it and then I nature miracled it. It was fine. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of gross, but like... So how did you get the initial kind of bulk up? Um, paper towels, right? Yeah, paper towels. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the, and actually, that's what I did with her crate, too, because she was so, like, I'm anthropomorphizing her, but she was so horrified by what she'd done that she, like, kind of piled her blankets on top of it. So Aww. I was like, it smells like poop. I know there's poop here. I can't find the poop. Yeah. And... Oh. Yeah. And so, it, you know, I like... She's such a little lady. I took the poop, put the poop in the toilet and then you know washed everything yeah okay all righty so here we have a question um from karen i'll tell you guys actually karen is um one of my editors and oh, okay she she sends me she asks me a lot of great questions and i finally broken her of the habit of apologizing before she asks because i always tell her every time she has a question that if one if she has the question someone else does and two that it means that, like, 
I can actually tell her to do stuff and have her report back to me, which means that like I get sort of field research right. um, as to like what works, what, what maybe needed a second pass, what was tedious for her, like blah, blah, blah. So anyway, so this is, and then also I'm like, you're one of my editors. You really think I'm not going to answer you? <laughs> right. Fair. Um, you assign me work. I need you. So I, okay. Yeah. So okay, Lizzie. I'm gonna have Lizzie read the question okay. from Karen. Hi, Jolie. Another question for you. My dog was sick this past week and had accidents in parentheses poop on a big thick rug that we just can't seem to get out. We tried Resolve carpet cleaner and then tried the Spot Bot, and there's still noticeable dark stains deep in the fibers. Any idea on any ideas on how to get it out? Thanks. Yes, I did have ideas. Okay. And actually, my idea worked on the first try. And she wrote back and she was like, I literally, she was like, she was like, not that I doubted you, but it seemed too easy. And she was like, I can't believe it worked because it was You so actually are an easy. expert. Yeah. Yeah. She, they were, and it, you know, again, it wasn't, you know, she was saying, she was like, I didn't, it wasn't that I was doubting you. It just seemed like yeah. it was too easy. So here's what I told her to do. Please. I was like, um, get some liquid laundry detergent. <clears throat> and I told her specifically, I was like, there, you know, liquid laundry detergent to a large extent is liquid laundry detergent is liquid laundry detergent. But if you want to get the best one, Tide Ultra Stain Release is the best one. It's the one that the wire cutter recommends. Lee Creech Forner did like hundreds of hours worth of laundry detergent testing to come up with that recommendation. I've used it to get like crayon out of sofa. I what not because I'm coloring on my sofa with crayon. I might be. You never you know. No, one of my one of my, one of my girlfriend's daughter scribbled on her sofa, and I was over, and she was like, "Jolie, I'm sorry to do that." And I was like, "Don't be sorry." And she was like, "There's crane. What do I do?" And I was like, "Um, let's try the Tide Liquid Ultra Stain Release. Just like let's dilute a little and see if that works." And it works. in under a minute, the couch was fine. Wow. Um, what? How do you apply? So here's, here's what you want to do for when you have the liquid stuff. What we did was we poured, um, when Lauren and I were cleaning the couch, we poured maybe like a quarter of a teaspoon, like a little goes a oh, long wow. way, a quarter of a te- teaspoon into the cap. And then we filled the cap up about three quarters of the way with water. So we diluted it. We made a, a solution. And you want to do that because liquid laundry detergent is kind of viscous and so you want to dilute it before you start working with it. Otherwise, you're going to have like a big like splurt of detergent. And then that's kind of a pain to get out. Yeah, I, I, I was going to just leave that for you to pick up, Lizzie. Lizzie's giggling because I said splurt. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm not doing anything. It's because Jake made a face. Um, so, yeah, so you, you, want to, you want to dilute it. And so what I told Karen to do was I was like, get, the, get liquid laundry detergent, dilute a little bit in some water you can put it right in the cap and get a toothbrush Mm. and scrub the stain in the carpet with the toothbrush and that worked that was all it took do you have to rinse it and then just and the and the reason the reason why i i like my my brain went to that was because sometimes and like this is this is a general rule of thumb i want you guys to keep in mind for cleaning that sometimes the 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 problem isn't the product you're using it's the tool that you're using so sometimes when you're not getting a stain out or you're not conquering a cleaning problem instead of thinking like what product can i use differently think what tool can i be using differently 
Um, and the reason that I came up with the toothbrush was because she said the spot butt didn't work, which meant that it wasn't getting deep enough into the fibers. And so it meant that she would have to get manually into the fibers and scrub. And so that was why the toothbrush was the thing that I recommended. So that's all it was. That's all it took. So after <laughs> you look stunned. No, well, I'm just trying to think through the process. Like, so dog poop. Sorry, dog poop gets in. Like, it really gets in there. Mm-hmm. So I guess my question is like, wh- after you do your scrub, you know, the scrubbing with the tooth, do you then just like rinse it a lot with water? Or yeah. How do so you, then, what do so you... then you'll, so then you'll go over it. Either you'll dip the toothbrush into clean water and scrub away the remaining detergent and solution. Um, or, you know, just a rag and kind of go over it with water and, and lift it up. But yeah, that's that was that was it. That took it took it right out. Wow. So Can you do this technique with old poop and pee stains? <laughs> so let's say that your dog several years ago took a big dump on, on your mother's rug? On your mother's rug. <laughs> and it's never quite come out. It's and you wanna make good with theoretically? your mother. I mean it, it might it might. It, it might. might. I'll report back. Yeah, it might. Um, the thing you want to be careful about um, whenever you're working with any kind of brush, whether it's a toothbrush or an actual laundry brush or a scrub brush, is you don't want to be scrubbing so hard that you abrade the fabric. So that's the only thing. I mean, I don't know how like fine this rug is. It's just it's just a thing to mention. Um, that, like you don't want to like just go in and start like going completely to town and then be like, well, the stain came out, but also now there's a bare spot. Um, so, but you can use, you can use a brush and just use a gentle touch and still get that same kind of like gentle scouring without abrading the fabric. That's just the one thing to look out for. But yeah, I mean, I would try, look, the worst thing that happens is it doesn't come out. Right. Right. Um, I'm excited. I'm optimistic and excited. I would, I would try it. Yeah. Can I ask? Tide ultra stain release. There you go. Easy stuff. Is there an option for, say, a sisal rug? Yeah, but sisal is a so real... So this, yeah, this is specific to to a rug that we know where all three family dogs go and they one-up one another. So they they poop or pee on the sisal. Because <laughs> like, so that one it did it, the other one is up. like, aha, here is the you know olfactory signal that this is where I go poop now. Right. It's problematic. Yeah. Um, sisal is really tricky. Um, I would generally say stay away from sisal if you have pets because the the problem the problem with it is is that it's so textured right that um, the and you know unlike the fibers in a fabric car- carpet the, the the fibers aren't they don't have as much give um, they it re- they really sizes are very very difficult to clean. I find like I've I me too. Yeah, I've I I think they're lovely and they're and they're great, but like they really require a lot of upkeep. Um, you can a lot definitely of strategic moving of furniture. Like but... this chair lives here now. <laughs> oh yeah. My um, theory about sizal is that the dogs are like it's grass. Yes, because it is a natural. I think that that is fiber, part right? of the problem. To yeah. be honest, and I think that's like another reason to maybe you know think twice before getting a sizal if you have an animal because yeah to them it does feel and probably smell like grass and they're like well this is where i go right you know um bring the outdoors in um yeah you can definitely try the toothbrush i mean the good thing is it's really durable 
So you're not going to face the problem of potentially abrading the sizal. I mean, you could scrub at that thing with a, you know, like giant industrial scrub brush and it would be fine. Um, but yeah, I would, I would try it. I would try it. I think that that's going to be maybe interesting. Um, the other issue that I'm kind of wondering is happening is if they're, if it's retaining a scent and the dogs are going back to that because of the scent thing, um, you might want to try, instead of trying the Tide, you might want to try Dr. Bronner's, diluted Dr. Bronner's, because that is really so much better than other laundry detergents at odor elimination. Oh. So, yeah, I would do, I would do the unscented Dr. Bronner's just because some of the scents of the Dr. Bronner's may be the ones that dogs don't respond well to like that you know that can i don't mean i don't i don't think dr bronner's is toxic to dogs but i know that a lot of the essential oils like yeah lavender and stuff are so just to be on the safe side right um because i haven't done the research into the safety of dr bronner's and what they're using to scent the products um i want to just say err on the side of caution and use the unscented one um, but that would be what i would use but for uh, that. yeah i yeah. think the scent thing may be a big part of our issue well i was thinking yeah. that you um yeah, after applying the Tide, I would then spray with a Nature's Miracle, like one of those odor neutralizers, they call mm-hmm. them, yeah. just afterwards. Yeah, if you go out and then, yeah, if you do it afterwards, then then hopefully it'll like nuke any of the scents that are in there. But on the other hand, if you use the Dr. Bronner's, you might solve the problem in only one product. Um, so I would try that. Try it and report back and let me know how it right. goes. Okay. Um, we'll do. We'll do. All right, so we, we've got we've got one more question. Okay, um, Lizzie, I'm going to have you read the last one too. It's from Meredith. Okay. Ooh. Dear Ms. Care, <laughs> I enjoyed and appreciated your article in the New York Times. Beyond lemons and vinegar, is there a trick for loosening slash removing dog poop caked in the treads of boots? I'm dreading having to dig it out. Perhaps you can suggest a magic potion I can soak them in. Thank you. All my best, Meredith. I can. I also want to say, Meredith, thank you for the compliment. I'm glad you enjoyed the article. You do not need to call me Miss Care. You can call me Jolie. The, the New York Times series are very formal yeah. in their um, in their emails, and I want to be like, no, 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 you guys, look at where we're talking about dog shit. We can be on a first name basis. <laughs> it's okay. Um, yeah, I have, I have a magic solution. It's called water. Um, <laughs> like, and I don't mean that to be like snide or cheeky, but like literally hose the shoes off, hose the dog shit off. That is, that's the answer for the treads. Hose it off. That's it? Yeah. What if you live in a place where there are no hoses? Yes. Then, then we have other things that we can do. Um, the other thing you can do, and this is like, Look, it's not going to cure the grossness problem, but we're going to go back to our toothbrush. A toothbrush. A different... It's not the one Not you... the one you use in your mouth, obviously. No, you just have to be very clear that this is the dog toothbrush. Well, I mean, also just like use Poop it and throw it away. <laughs> use it to clean the dog shit and then throw it away. You don't think you keep it in your dog... In your dog cleaning kit? Tupperware you know, this is something I see you doing is like a miscellane, kind of like, no, we're trying, like, let me let me think about this. I might use it in the future, and also I'm trying to be environmentally friendly. Let me keep this. And then you're going to be like, I can't find my toothbrush. Here's one. Yeah. 
You have to like, label. That's just. And then I have a norovirus. Right. You have and to that label is just it. like a Jake Jepsen situation. I can see yeah. spiraling out in front of me. If me you're going to keep the dog poop toothbrush, no, I'm not have, going to. It's done. You done. have to label it. You have to stick a piece of tape on it that says "dog poop." Julie has a label maker. I'll use your label maker <laughs> or some something because you can't take the risk of accidentally thinking that it's a. a a freebie toothbrush that you just found around the house that you can start using in your mouth. Although, like, will anyone literally do that? Yes, Jake would. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So look, I, I, it's, it's, it's gross, Meredith, and I, and I wish I had like I, I, you know, I wish I could be like you can snap your fingers and say you know abracadabra poop be gone, and that will work. That won't work, unfortunately. Um, put on a pair of disposable gloves or household gloves if you if you're working with this is so this is a trick with the. If you have to wear your household gloves for something really gross, but you don't want to throw them right away, um, you can, when you're done working with the gloves, you leave them on your hands and you wash your gloved hands just like you would wash your regular hands with soap and water, soap and hot water. Hmm. That's how you clean them. I like that. Um, And then you take the gloves off and you wash your actual hands. Um, So yeah, wear, wear gloves, get the toothbrush wet. And just scrub. It's, it's probably a good idea to go do this operation outside. Um, you know, just like get like if you have like an you know empty milk jug or something that you're going to throw away anyway, fill it with water so you have fresh water on hand to dip the toothbrush into and just scrub it out. And it won't take that long. It might be a little smelly and a little gross, but really just water is the answer. So, you know, when you get mud on your shoes, you let it dry and then you smack the shoes together. Do you want to let the dog poop dry? It's, I mean, you're just going to get it wet again to clean it off because it's not really like mud. It doesn't, it doesn't really disintegrate the way that mud does, um, unfortunately. So like the faster you can clean it, the better. But once it's dried on, like, yeah, you, you're going to have to, I mean, Either you're going to be chiseling out dry dog poop with like toothpicks, or you can use the the toothbrush. Brush, yeah. yeah, great. Yeah, but it shouldn't be that. I mean, I think honestly, it sounds worse than the the process actually is. I don't think it's actually all that bad. Um, the other thing you can do is like you know all purpose spray and paper towels, or like Clorox or Lysol wipes. You can just like wipe off. Um, and kind of get in there like if you have you know fingernails and you can kind of get into the tread but really the meaning i got it got I, got I got it i got fingernails it got covered it. with the paper towel okay, jolie not... says i should use my fingernails to clean out dog poop from shoes and your got toothbrush it. locked it yeah. away <laughs> and your toothbrush and your, your yeah. the specific yeah. one you use <laughs> yeah. Yeah. um so yeah so that that's that's really that's really the the dog the dog poop thing um so yeah that was a good rousing discussion of dog poop yeah um, any other tips that you guys have as, as dog owners? Oh, this is a disgusting one, but actually really works. Um, if the dog barfs, at least my dog, like immediately eats, eats it barf. back up again. Yeah. It's a self-cleaning process. No, process. no, you're supposed to interrupt it, aren't you? Well, I don't know. She could, she does it really quickly. She barfed in the car and like got it before you could, She's we like, could fix Ooh, it. Ooh, more food. Yeah. And was she fine? She was fine. So, yeah. I mean, not when they've eaten something terrible that they need to get out. Right. But this yeah. was like a right. little motion sickness. Yeah. Meh. My tips 
two tips. One, I we just always in the morning, we're like bedspread on the bed. Always. Because yeah. if we forget, it's bad. Yeah. And my second one is... I talk about that a lot when we do the bed making month as like a reason to make the bed that if you do have pets, it just keeps them out of your sheets. We have a special blanket that we put on top of the bed and she's only allowed on when her like... And she knows that that... Yeah. I mean, sort of. Amazing. She, you know, she gets a like Mara off if she tries to get on when her special blanket is not. Um, my other thing is is technical, and it's just about picking up poop. But most dog owners know that a loose hand in mm. the poop bag. Soft hands. Soft hands. Key. Okay. If you squeeze too hard, you it's... get a super mess. Yeah. Loose hands. Okay. Yeah. That and is good. and I actually there I I keep wipes. I keep these. They're like Earth something or other wipes um that you can get at most pet supply stores and i use them if she's like extra dirty do her feet or just like an overall yeah when she yeah. comes in the when door she comes in the door yeah, yeah. Immediately. i think those are really yeah. smart yeah. yeah i mean especially if they've been running around yeah. out in the you know the dog Barney is or... much more obedient about like sitting down and getting his pawsies done well yeah. he knows go to your bed when we walk in the door yeah. go to your bed he's got his he's got his routine down mara's yeah. like mm, he's he's double you. her age don't you really know, feel like participating in that <laughs> She's like, I want to go hump the pillow in the shape of Lewis. <sighs> Why did you have to make that public? That go. we keep that Listeners, inside the go family. Go find that video. You it's made exceptional. It, you made oh, it public. God. You put it on the internet. You did. You did put it on the internet. You put that you on the internet. You sent it to me, and then you put it on the internet. It's true. It's you true. put dog so. Furby porn on the internet on my private Instagram. Oh, is your Insta private? Yeah, my Insta's private. Uh-oh. But, I'm just but following no, you but so no, but but basically, she treats this thing like a sex doll. Yeah. It's really weird <laughs> it's and funny. incredibly upsetting and hilarious. It's very, very funny. John was home alone, and I didn't know what was going on. And I got four videos of Mara <laughs> having a good time. And the the stuffed animal has is sticking its tongue out, which <gasps> just makes it even kinkier. Oh well, my god! And is a stuffed animal that I had made to look exactly like my mother's dog. It's which not is just also any a whole animal. other thing we have to talk about. Because the dog is still alive. It and... seemed like it would be like a cute Christmas gift, and I did one for you guys and one which we have. Yeah, and one for mom, which mom just like never took, and so now it's just in my house. Oh, okay. So you had it made for it's your mom. It's not life then... size. Okay, it's not life size. No, I know it's not. I saw the video. Right. It's like a throw I'm just, pillow. But you know that, but the people listening to this. Yeah. Oh, yes. Thing. That's a very good. It's point. slightly smaller than Mara. It's a lot smaller than Mara. Not that much. Really? Yeah. I just in the, it's good, it was a little hard to tell in the video because she was so. Up I'm on just. That. I'm happy that she has a chance to dominate something. She dominates mm-hmm. everything. Oh, she does. That's right. She's incredibly bossy. She is. But she's such a love. You need to get her a little... Um... And she loves me because I bring her toys. Oh, it is bigger than I thought. Oh, I haven't seen this one. Mm. Is it inappropriate to say I think you should, she might need do well wow. with a little doggy harness? A little... I feel like Don't that's going gonna... like to make her kinkier. Exactly. But she needs... I mean, oh, yeah, I mean, it's pretty big. Yeah. I mean, this can't be good for her. No, it's great. It gives her a shot of confidence. Yeah. Plus, it helps her relax and go to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So uh, our our tips today, get a carpet and upholstery cleaner and a sex doll for your dog. (laughs) Thank you for joining us on Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. (laughs) Those are our tips. 
actually, on that note, this really is a good time to end it. Uh, that that will do it for this episode of Ask McLean First on the podcast. If you like what you heard today, please consider becoming a patron by going to patreon.com slash person and selecting one of the amazing rewards I'm offering to my listeners. I would also love it if you would subscribe on Acast or iTunes, leave a rating, and tell your pals about this weird little cleaning show that you love so much. And of course, thanks to you, my listeners, for joining me for another episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 